he wasn't on the line anymore and he was just was upset. Shout out to Ramsgate with two two So we could have we probably milk we're both milk at the same time. Scope! I'm gonna DJ, I'm gonna DJ. Not really out of what we call scientific. Wow. Pretty much everything we saw, what happened? What's good, man? You have to be there, you have to be here in a week. There's a cut off for like an Hi guys, welcome back to the Reupload Podcast. This is episode 22. God, it's already been 22 episodes. It's kind of crazy. Today is another episode and today's guest is my friend oh God, i've known him for a long time andres fragis hey guys how are we hope we're all good yeah you want to tell the world fuck off dirks is in the background he's being a scumbag like usual um do you want to quickly tell everybody about yourself maybe i don't know break, break it down yeah i'll break it down so i'm currently 20 years old studying at university playing um football on the side and working on the side at um Woolworths mm-hmm. uh, you know what a dark story is right yes yes you always try to explain it to me and I still doesn't stay in the memory every yeah. time everyone assumes it to be like some sort of a drugstore because they hear, hear dark and they're like oh secretly it is don't tell anybody yeah basically what a dark story is is that um it's like a warehouse style like shop so it's mm-hmm. like you go down to your local say Woolworths right like mm-hmm. everything's laid out like it would be but there's no customers allowed on the site Yep, yeah, yeah. And there's like, you know, we have to go around basically packing the thing. So you order something online. Mm-hmm. I have to go around and pack it. That's what mm-hmm. a dark store would be. Mm-hmm. How do you, you tell me about some of the hours, like we were just talking before, how you're saying you're packing stuff to one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, basically it's like, insane. when I first started this job, like Woolworths, I started around when COVID was really starting to yeah, yeah, rise yeah. up, when lockdowns were pretty much... Yeah, people had to stay at home so they couldn't go out and shop so basically the hours would um increase so mm-hmm. before apparently um before i started working they used to finish at like 11 because okay yeah, yeah no one used to come yeah yeah or no one used to order online and then once people had to order online it would go up to almost like three or four in the morning i've heard almost six what? hours oh my it's god crazy yeah because you started when we were at um also if you guys didn't know i went to the famous notre dame um andreas was there with me it's not very famous, but... Yeah, I know. The infamous uh, uh, Notre Dame. You started when you were there, if I'm right. I remember... I think I remember you saying you got the job, maybe... I think we are still in person, maybe? Yes. Basically, I think it was like week three. Week three. It was in a tutorial. So, basically, yeah. I, had, I think... No, tutorials and lectures weren't on the same... It was one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. Yeah, well, I remember... Well, that marking class we're mm. in was... Oh, God. I think it might have been... No, it might have been the same day. Maybe I'm not sure about. Anyways, it. so yeah. Anyways, I um, I got this was like a few days before I got a email mm-hmm. from the company I applied to, which was worse. Yeah, yeah. And they said, "Oh, you, you've been selected for an interview. Come in at, I think it was twelve, and the tutorial we had was around like two thirty-three. Yeah. So I quickly had to get on a bus, <laughs> rush to the oh, store. No. And then come back and then like, you know, I was there and I was like thinking to myself, oh, okay, like I'll just sit there. Like I went in, they were super friendly. They were like, oh, just take a seat here. We'll wait. Yeah. Like it will only be a 10 minute wait. Half yeah, an yeah. hour later. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was just there and I was thinking to myself, oh, like what if I say something like bad? What if I mess up? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was like, nah, don't. like I could see there was another um, girl beside me. She was probably a bit older than me. I, she was very, like she was shaking. She oh, was really? like. I was just like, oh, it'll be okay. Like, I think, sure, what are the chances we won't get it? Like, and the, I remember the first thing I went 
to like she walked in before me mm-hmm. and she came out of it and she was like happy she got the job like straight away i was oh, like really? oh, okay okay like maybe yeah. there's hope maybe there's hope yeah yeah so i walked in i'm expecting to see like some um like chill guy not chill guy but like uh, your average typical boss yeah, yeah yeah probably one of the strictest faces i've ever seen wow really i was like oh no here we go he, and then like he, he sat me down but no, he was actually one of like the friendliest bosses oh, I've ever had. That's good. He just had like the, you know, the people that have the very strict Yeah, friends. yeah, of course. What is the interview for Woolworths Dark Sword? Because it's not like you're going to talk about previous work when you've packed boxes before. It's you know basically I mean? just like your work availability. Yeah. Like what you can offer, like your typical, like... What can we, you offer, mate? You pick up boxes? That's yeah. About it. If we employ you, what will you bring? You yeah. Know, typical stuff. And he said, oh, like... You know, from your resume, like, I like you, like, you got, you've got the job. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I went back to university and I felt so happy. No, that's good. Even though, like, I was like, oh, tutorial late, like, I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. How do you feel about university? I like university in the sense that, like, it gives you something else to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's obviously, yeah, it's a bit of stress. Like, yeah, it's like a stressful version of school all over again. But, like, I like it in the sense it's very diverse. You get to meet a lot of people. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. like, you know, you're with, you're with the same people, like, over a six-year period. So, we wouldn't be friends with um, people from Penrith if it wasn't... Uh, sorry, guys. Um, phones are being called in the background. Seriously. Um, it's, we, we wouldn't have been friends with people from Penrith. And uh, you know who we're talking about, if you know who. Oh, yeah. She might actually watch this for once. I think so. Oh, she'll definitely watch it. We'll see. And um, with that, um, one thing we... I've, been big on asking people mm. on the podcasters with the university is if you went back now and knowing about how realistically you don't need a good ATAR to make university yeah would you have studied as hard to get into the university or would have you studied harder like what would have been your mindset during like the HSC period so during the HSC period obviously everyone's mindset is oh I want to some people have like a set course, like so. Some people might only want a 50 ATAR to yeah. get a bachelor of whatever. Mm-hmm. Others might want a 99 ATAR to do as many options as they can. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you constantly set yourself on just on like one thing, so say bachelor of like business at whatever, you need a 70 ATAR. I feel like it's good to get a 70 ATAR. Yeah. But I feel like if I was to go back. Mm-hmm. I would really push myself more, even though like, oh, you don't need an ATAR, but it really helps you because mm-hmm. you have more options. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, obviously it's not be all, end all, whatever. If you, um say, you know, get a 60 ATAR. Yeah. You needed a 65 to get into your oh, course. Of course, of course. What um What's a great, don't tell me, it's psych. I'm so bad. You tell me all the time and I always forget what it's called. It's, it's not politics because I've, I've no, said that, but it's, it's psych, politics. psych something, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's Bachelor of Arts in Applied Psychology. psychology. And? Oh, you told me like 45 times. It begins with a B. Business. But I will. Every time I forget it as well. Nah, it's all good. So what is it? So in, in so what do you want to do with that degree? Personally, I want to try and get into like more the business side of it. Like yeah. Like the side of um thing. Like I like marketing and, you know, all that sort yeah. of area. Yeah. Because I don't know why. Like in business study, Did you do business studies in school? Unfortunately. Yeah. Had a terrible teacher. not going to say names. Yeah. I like I like the marketing like side of the um, yeah. business more. Like I like that yeah. creative um, side. Mm-hmm. So definitely that. Mm-hmm. And I think with the psychology part, it's just good to like because I feel like especially with all the COVID pandemic, you've I think a lot of people have learned a lot about like mental health, and I feel like it's good to have that. 
yeah, like, yeah, has no. a sort of some secondary stuff. No, it is. And what, with mental health, have you, are you like, is that like a big focus of yours? Is that something like mental, physical health? And I, then like, with, say emotional health, for example, like, do you, is that something you value a lot? Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. like, a lot of people you hear about it now, like they try and devalue their yeah. mental health to make themselves act like, oh, yeah. they're a lot stronger, you course. know, nothing's really bothering. When in reality, it's like, can get to you on a you know mental space uh-huh well with how much you with how much you have to manage with you got your obviously your soccer which if you don't know andre's plays are yeah what a, a high level of soccer for the regular person um and then he's obviously got your work and then you have university and then obviously there's always family and friends you gotta yeah. manage mentally how do you how do you manage everything i feel like you should plan it like you shouldn't really yeah like a lot of people are like how do i say it like they run into things straight away yeah and i'm saying that isn't a bad thing obviously like yeah yeah, of course like you're young this is the perfect time to you know have fun go out party Uh but i feel like you should also take a bit of time out for yourself and when it's when i say like take time out for yourself not off take like an hour out and then just get back in but like do activities you enjoy so i remember i went with my best mate down um down south Marky, how yeah. are you, brother? <laughs> we went for like a little day trip down to um, like Jerigong, Wollongong. We went for... All, all the gongs. Yeah. Did you got a minigong? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we went to this place. It's called Berry and they have like a donut yeah, van. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a very, very good van. Yeah. Very good donut van, I recommend. And then... Um, shout out to Berry's Donuts. Shout out to Berry's Donuts. I have a mate who... I, I, have, a, I have a friend named Berry, so it'd be funny if she saw that. Anyways, go on. And um, yeah, basically it was nice to just take that day off and, you know, yeah. go down south and just relax, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you saw my story. Um, it Nice little beach we went to. Yeah, was, yep, yep, yep. There's a funny story behind this. We went um, to the like rock cliffs part mm-hmm. and we were just walking around the um, rocks. Yeah, yeah. And as we started doing that, the waves started really coming in because the wind was coming towards us. Yeah, yeah. And the waves were getting bigger as usual. So... The water kept thinking over there and it was like coming in the tide. Yeah, yeah. So we thought we were going to get trapped there. No. So we had, we had to run across the rocks. No way. Oh, man. Nah, back on to um, mental health. Yeah, yeah. I feel, like it, I feel like it's good to um, have those days off to mm-hmm. really sort of get your mind back in focus. Like I know a lot of people that like to, you know, travel or they like to go out and party mm-hmm. or club or... And I feel like everyone has their own preferences. Mm-hmm. Like some people choose whatever, others yeah. whatever. But I feel like a lot of people underestimate that. Like it's really yeah. good to, you know, take time off for yourself. Because I feel like once you like get into that phase of, you know, relationships, marriage, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, yeah. it's quite rare you get a lot of time to yourself. So you want to really uh-huh. get Yeah, on. no, that's a good point. Um, with mental health, did you ever suffer like any like bad mental Obviously, everybody has suffered, you know, mental health. I won't say problems, but anxiety, not even anxiety, but you nah. had suffering. But what was the best way? Like, you, were those the best strategies you thought when bouncing back, like, to think, clear your mind and stuff? I think the most anxious I got was probably, or like, most time mental health. You don't was have to tested. go into specific, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most time mental health was probably tested was during COVID. Yeah, obviously. Naturally, like everyone. I yeah. feel like, and I'll tell you why, because the routines that you get into, like I sort of had my semi-routines, like I go to uni on certain days, I meet up yeah. with certain people. Yeah, yeah, of course. And you get used to it. And Mate, it, you I know, miss our buddy fucking uni lunches are the best. Yeah, like uni lunches. Oh, and, all time. And then I feel like once COVID hit and, you know, you couldn't do a lot of the things that you could do. Yeah. 
it sort of tests your health, like uh, mental health. It tests yeah. you, like, how do you respond? Like, I thought, oh, are we going to be in lockdown for, like, the next year? Like, you know, because yeah. you don't really know when. No one knew. And then I feel like it, it taught me a lot, like, how to, you know, deal with um, issues that you could get, like, through COVID. So, say, like, anxiety through, like, um, you know, oh, is this lockdown going to end? Or Yeah, of course. What was the biggest thing you learned from? Obviously, there's a lot of negatives and in lockdown and COVID, but like, have you? What was something like? What's, did you have any positive? Did you? What do you learn from like that experience? I learned that um, you shouldn't take things for granted. Yeah. Like you definitely shouldn't take you know, friendships. You know, even like I was lucky because I could still work during the pandemic. Yeah. Because my shift was at night and I was considered an essential worker. But, like, a lot of popular cafes around my area were forced to close because they couldn't... Everywhere. You know. Yeah, I didn't work for, um... Oh, God. Six months, maybe, in the mm. first one? Yeah. Six, May. I don't know. I lost a lot of work. I, like, a lot of work. And, obviously, the... Co- and then I couldn't get code payments in the first lockdown. Because <laughs> I didn't... I didn't qualify. Because, you know, I had all these... You could, it, it was way more specific with qualifying. The second one, I got amazing money, like everybody yeah. else. But no, I think it just teaches you, like, you shouldn't take a lot of things for granted. Like, yeah. if you have your opportunities to have fun, like, or you have your opportunities to do stuff, you should definitely take them. Yeah, no. I feel like point. as well, it definitely taught me, like, spending time with family. Like, obviously, like, everyone varies because some people live in, you know, one-bedroom units. They've got four or five people living in that. So, yeah. it's obviously very hard. Yeah. And I feel like because our LGAs were definitely tested a lot. Like, uh, I was. Were, were you? What are you? Your base side, right? Yeah, I was base side. So I was locked down. Second one, we were locked down straight away. You guys didn't get locked down to the next day, which was. I still yeah. don't get why because I you don't. you live like ten minutes away from me. But yeah, no, it was definitely very um very testing. Like yeah. especially when it was um you could only go out for one hour oh, to do bro. you know five k rule killed me. Yeah, exactly. We all, we all broke it, though, like, at some point. I'm not even... Oh, kind of yeah, like, I, I broke it a lot of times. <laughs> we all did. I did. I haven't told the story often. I drove out one of the last week of lockdown, too. I was, like, so sick, and I just wanted to get out of, like, Sydney. Well, not Sydney, get out of East Summers. I drove to Mossman to play basketball. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I just... And I don't even go to Mossman regularly. If you call me, I'm not going to Mossman on the regular day, but I just was like that, like, yeah, I need to get out. I yeah. Meant, no, I feel like um, you're locked in your house for so long. Like you yeah, need a break. Exactly. Like it's more just like you do. Th- you're not doing things that you enjoy. Yeah. Like, no. it, it really like things you like. Oh, when am I going to be able to do this? When am I going to be able to you know start doing the things that I, you enjoy? Yeah. And I feel like that tests your health or mental health a little bit. Yeah. No, you're hundred percent. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. Let's continue the mental health thing. Well, this is. When, not really mental health, but like that sort of area. Mm. So um, if you don't know, Andreas is a non-drinker, which is quite rare for this podcast, but that's fine. Why is that? Personally, like, I wouldn't say not so much a non-drinker. Like, obviously... I you just don't drink often. It's more yeah, of a... Yeah, I, I don't drink often. Yeah. Like, for me, I've never really enjoyed... Like, this is just me personally. Yeah. I, I, I don't judge people that drink, but like, yeah. I, I personally don't like the taste of it i don't know what it is i just don't like it doesn't like appeal to me mm-hmm. yeah it's just fair enough it's fair enough and like i feel like in greece a lot of like times you won't see beer as like a main drink Uzo, mate yeah exactly so i'm drinking a lot, lot of, of a lot of um 
like Greek places or Greeks, what they do is like they do similar things to a beer, but not like straight beer. Mm-hmm. Or that's how I was thing when I was in um Europe as well. So in Greece, is you in are you in your element? Is that when yeah. is that when we say <laughs> that's exactly party right. fragile? No, like obviously, obviously <laughs> if, I, if I'm out like at a night out or yeah. whatever, like I will have like you know the occasional shot or two. Yeah. But I don't like getting myself like too drunk because mm-hmm. I feel like you do too much stupid shit when you're drunk. Mm-hmm. And like obviously you're young and it's like, yeah. But like you got to learn from it in that sense. Like, what happened there? No, we're good. Okay. That but, was weird. <laughs> Just yeah. go go on. Yeah, no, like, obviously, like, I see why people do it, like, yeah. because, like, yeah, it's fun to drink, it's a good social thing, but, like, for me, I don't know, like, I've just never been too much of a heavy drinker. Yeah, which is fair enough, shouldn't have seen me or Dirks on Wednesday. Oh, William should... Dirk, can you hear that, mate? Wednesday. You should have seen you at your birthday party by the speeches, oh, bro, you were gone. Mate, I haven't even spoken about that yet on the podcast, I think. Uh, we can go into it later. We can but, go into it later. No, um, well, we just spoke about Grace. So where, um, if you didn't know, Andres is Greek. If you can tell by the last name. Um, yeah, so Levendis. Yeah, there you go. Whatever that means. So, um, great. So where's your family from in Greece again? So my mum, she's from a little island. in. It's like south of um, Greece. It's called yeah. Crete. Yeah, yeah, Crete. Oh, Crete. Yeah, Crete. Oh. The mum and dad are going there. Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll have a good time, yeah. I'm telling you. So you got Cray, yep. And then what about... And then my dad's from um, Kefalonia. Where's that? It's like north... Um, it's up um, top of the Greece. Like, I don't know how to say it. It's Wait. like in between... Um, I'll show you on the maps after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, as, as some of you know, I am going to Greece in... Oh, my God. I'm going to be there in like almost a month. Oh. I, get, I think I get there like 28. I'm in Kaz- Athens and Kazi. So, as being the... Um, one of the go-to Greek men in my in my life. What do you recommend in Greece? So, like, if I'm planning a Greek holiday, this is for everybody because everybody's going to fucking Europe. It seems like it. Yeah. What is? What would you say? Where would you say go to? Give me, give me, give me a couple places to eat at. Hmm. Say a couple, maybe a couple, um, a couple cities to go to, a couple islands to go to, and just go for it. You have a week. Well, Let's do it. A week plan. So okay. you have a week in Greece. A week plan. Yeah. Are you with people or are you by yourself? Um. Let's say I'm with um. Okay, say I'm with two mates. Two mates. Okay. What I would recommend, right, depending on... It doesn't really matter where you start. Obviously, you've got to look at the architecture in Athens. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Be so That'll be breathtaking. Mm-hmm. I feel like as well, you'll definitely notice the difference between food places. Yeah. So, for example, like, when you go to Greece, mm-hmm. you want to try fresh, authentic food. Because I feel like... 100%. A lot of food in Mediterranean, like for example, if I told you to think of like the first Greek food that pops to your head, what, what do you go? Oh, it's a, I have two because I yeah, love Euros and Spinikopita. Yeah, Euros and Spinikopita. Spinikopita is amazing with feta. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, but the freshness and like the difference, you'll yeah. definitely tell. Yeah. Because what happens is a lot of the Greek animals are eating the Greek herbs, Greek grass. Yeah. So yeah. you definitely will taste the difference. There's a lot of farms in Greece. Yeah, there is. Oh, I didn't know. There you go. And then go the party-wise, definitely just any nightclub. Like, there's no specific nightclubs. Obviously, Mykonos is, like, well-known. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't know Mykonos? Every second Instagram picture, it's someone at Mykonos every time. I feel like... Is it worth the hype, you would say? Like, would you say to go to Mykonos or just... I would say go if you haven't gone. Mm-hmm. If you haven't gone. Like, if you want to experience what it's like. But yeah. I feel like... I don't know, you can't really get sick of partying, like... No, you can't. But, like, 
you get too used to it and yeah. you want to, you know, try somewhere else. Is it as bad as like people say with like the underage, like how you can pretty much get in everywhere at 16? I've heard people getting mm. it. Well, what's the difference between getting... Yeah, no, but like without, without, without IDs and stuff, but still with here, the bunch of 16-year-olds really to get yeah. in clubs in Sydney, we all know that, but they have fake IDs because all they're females. I feel like... I don't know. It just depends on your security guard, really. Yeah, fair enough. I I, like a lot of the security guards are fine. I don't think yeah. you're gonna have any problems. But, yeah. Um, obviously, try not to turn up too drunk. Yeah, I think I think they'll like. Obviously, Greeks are quite flexible, but yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. Um, what's something? Hmm. What, I'm trying to think what else. Hey, great. I want to get all the great stuff though. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, go, go. I got another one. Okay, so a bit controversial. Okay, go. Favorite Greek dish and drink. Favorite Greek dish and drink. So this one's got you thinking, eh? I yeah, say this it. one's actually got me thinking. This one's got him thinking. See. So I haven't gone to the questions yet so far. Okay. So. Well, I'll say this. Yeah, tell me. If I have to pick one Greek dish. Well, actually, do one. Okay, actually, do me. If you're going to take me, so in Sydney, you're going to drive me, and I just have to be in your car, and we're going to go eat and drink at this place. And then also... Oh, then I need to talk to you about another place, which I think is the best Greek feed in okay. Sydney. And then in Greece, so if we're going to go five minute Greece, first thing we eat. First thing we eat. So do the one in Sydney first. All right. Breakfast, lunch or dinner? You tell me. Just do All a right. dish. For breakfast? Oh, okay. I, 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 no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one for each. Yeah, okay. So um, breakfast. Yeah. Right. I would recommend, it's like a scrambled eggs dish. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm just trying to think what it's called. But um, basically what it is, it's scrambled eggs, right, mm-hmm. with um, grated tomato. Mm-hmm. So you, what you do is you dice the onion, mm-hmm. put it in the pan, mm-hmm. right? Then once that's cooked, add a bit of like vinegar, clove or garlic. Right? Yeah. Just a touch of vinegar, not yeah. too much. Yeah. Then you grate your tomatoes, yeah. li- leave the skin out, yeah. pour it in, yeah. cook all the water out. Yeah. Right, then you add your eggs, mm-hmm. and then you grate in some feta. Oh, right, feta is like a god's gift. Yeah, it's so a god's good, gift. mate. Right, and then once you do that, mm-hmm. cook it all together. Yep. Put it on a um, on a fresh um, like sourdough bread, whatever. Right, that is a Greek breakfast. If you don't eat that tomorrow morning, you idiot. Okay, and then what about um? Okay, say, say we fight it. So we fight a Greece. Where are we going? First place. Anywhere in Greece, you tell me. Where we eat, Anywhere where, in Greece. Where are we eating at? All right. Well, for starters, I would take you to Crete. Crete, yeah. Because I, I think you definitely are actually even Athens. Crete, it's between Crete and Athens. Okay, do me Athens because I'm going to go to Athens. All right, I'm going to do you Athens. Mum, mum, mum's also in the office. Mum, listen to this. This is where the first place we're eating at. All right. Well, I don't know any names by like, I think it's been <laughs> a right. while. But, yeah, yeah, you're good. Um. I would definitely recommend a nice um, seafood place near the water. Seafood place near the water. I hear that, everybody. Seafood place near the water. <laughs> because. Yeah, tell me. They make it, like, they catch their fish fresh. Oh, really? And they take it straight to the oh, thing. And then. Catch and cook. Yeah, catch and Literally, cook. Literally, that's madness. Um, okay. Let me see what else. Um, oh, okay. Then this is the place I recommend in Bondi. Bondi. It's called, um, it's the place, it's a crossroad from the Bondi Hotel. Hmm? It's called, it's where the public bar was. Hmm? It's I can't pronounce what it's sit, tissy, here tissy patas or some shit. Type it up on your phone and I'll I'll tell you. Everybody wait seriously. It's like tissy. I, I hate that. I, I don't know. Oh, to, topicus. This yeah. one. Let me have a look. Topicus. 
Topicos. Topicos. Yeah, Topicos. All time. The best Greek food in yeah. Sydney, in my opinion. Yeah, this is all right. I've had this before. Fucking sick. Good cocktails. I was, oh, mate, I could have been so blind. Dirks is doing a lovely move again. Um, uh, no. um, there's one place I would recommend. Tell us. Well, there's us. actually two places. Tell me. Um, a place called Yamas. Yamas. Sounds familiar. Where is Yamas. it? Yamas. It's in, um, like, near Newtown, I think. And then there's one called Corinthians. 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 Yeah. Where's that? It's in Newtown. As well. well. Yeah. Greece and Newtown. Newtown's just got some weird shit there. Yeah, no, I know. Have you been out to Newtown on a night out? Not on a night out, but I've been out there before and it's a very weird place. It's a very old place. No no offense to anyone living in Newtown. One of my good friends lived there. I don't think he's... No, he's not living at the moment, but he was. Yeah, it's a very odd place. Anyways, um... Let's move on to going. What was it like growing up in a different country? So, if you guys didn't know, Andreas has a couple passports. Yeah, a couple got, passports. Got a couple passports illegally. No, I'm just kidding. No, he's legal. But, um, so basically, I have an English passport, an Australian passport, and a Greek passport. So that's like pretty. Like you've got like the god tier passport. Yeah, I've got the god tier. My dad's... Can you not? I'm trying to film a podcast. Sorry, it's just interruption in the office. Um, so you've got pretty... You've got three passports. You can pretty much go anywhere. Yeah, or not. Well, anywhere, not... Like... The Greeks... The Greek, Greeks don't... Well, they had problems. They're right now, though, with everybody. Yeah, they're all right now. English is... I'm, a, I'm able to get in either Yeah, way. you can get in there. So what was it like growing up in England? It was quite... Um, of what you remember, it was so long Yeah, ago. like... All right, so basically, I'll explain it. Basically... Yeah. I was born in Australia. Yep. So um, a lot of people think like, oh, I was born in England. I was born in Australia. I knew that. Yeah. Good friend. And um, I moved to England when I was probably one years old, I'd say. Yeah. And then I moved back here around like just before year five. Yeah. So in my time in England. Yeah, gone for a beer. I'll tell you what. It's actually very like, we grew up in a little... um. So the way that we do it, or the way that I should explain it... Yeah, tell me. How we have, like, Eastern Suburbs Council, like, Ramwick City Council, yeah, 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 yeah. all that. We have counties. Yeah, yeah. Like, districts. So we yeah, have, yeah. like, Buckinghamshire, Yorkshire, mm-hmm. Lancashire. So for me, I grew up in a little town called Little Chalfon in Buckinghamshire. Is this in, in London? It's about half an hour from London. London, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was only about one train ride into London. Oh, okay. So probably... I'm trying to think the best way to describe it. I would say like a, not like a Western Sydney area, like in that sense, but like it was around the same time. Like say it would probably take about from the city to like Bankstown probably. Okay. It, so would, like, take, it would take around the same time. Yeah. So not too bad. Not too bad. Mm. What do you, what, what's, what's something like really different? Like let's say you, what's something, okay, going from primary school. So primary school, I went to, um, do you remember what it was called? Um, it was called the Russell School. The Russell, oh, such a dead name. I thought we were going to get some like, so, so Richard Public School. Nah, I think some like, like British stuff. That'd be funny. Some Brixton town. Oh, fucking nah. <laughs> nah, because um, I'll say the main thing, probably yeah. the, probably the architecture and the structure of um, buildings. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of like, a lot of brick houses and, you know, everything like that. Yeah. Definitely the temperature. No, it's always cold, eh? You know what? In some places, it actually gets very hot. In the summer, it does get quite hot. Did you experience snow when you're... Yeah, we did. It was very um, fun. It was crazy, yeah. You go from here. The coldest it ever gets here is like 10 degrees and then what's snow in England? Yeah, in England, it would get to like minus something degrees. Yeah. 
And I remember some days we weren't even able to go to school because the snow would Well, they would cancel it because of... Wow. Yeah. Like, you know how in some places you hear like, oh, there was yeah. snow outside, you yeah. can't go to school. Yeah, yeah. That's how it would be like in there. Were you shoveling the snow as a little, a little man? Yeah, we did like... Our family used to do a lot of like snow memories do snowboarding. Oh, really? Like, it was fun. Like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Anyone that's, cool. that's been to um, a snowy area will tell you the same thing. I've been to New York and it is bloody freezing, that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Um... Well then, what was it like? We'll get back to England, but I want to. This is one question. We we spoke about this. Yeah. What was it like being in being? Well, you're you're an English kid, even though you're born in Sydney. Yeah. I didn't like know that I was born, born. in. Like my parents never. Until oh really? We, until we because I just assumed I was born in England. Yeah, but what was it like being an English kid and then coming? I don't remember you having an English accent in year yeah. five. But like, what was it? You would have had an English accent, I would imagine. What was it like going from that into Sydney and going straight to Waverley? See, I went to um well, Australia. Much I went to Australia on a holiday for about a few weeks, like before. Yeah. Like in 2007, I came back because we had family, like still so here. So six, yeah. Yeah, and like I still remember quite a bit of it. We were living in um a place at Hurstville. Oh, I got it, Hurstie, mate. <laughs> and um, I kind of like could tell the difference. Like it was a lot more like, how do I say it? Like not boganish but like you yeah could, you could tell the accents were very different yeah and a lot of people picked up on my accent straight away yeah like i used to i i remember me and my mum or whatever we'd always be like walking out i just hear oh pommy 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 and I, <laughs> I didn't know what it meant yeah fair enough <laughs> no nah, I, I thought it was funny but yeah um okay so we spoke about you know a couple things so we're talking about england so how was i think i i think we went into how was it moving from Sydney from England to Sydney and then going pretty much did you go straight to school to, uh, to Waverley yeah, like oh no I went to a so I'll explain it so basically I didn't know that I was moving back to um Australia like yeah my parents were always like saying like oh we're moving like home but I thought we were just moving like across country or something <laughs> like that like, I, I didn't know we, and then my mum said like oh no we're like I'm leaving school like I'm leaving like uh, like England as a country I was like yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, where are we going? I was like, oh, we're going to um, Australia. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And I was like, I don't, I didn't un- understand it too much. Like I knew that we were moving, but I didn't know like it would have been as far as it was. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. when my mum said we're moving, I thought we were moving to like a country like an hour away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I didn't know. And then like, obviously, yeah, like it was sad. Like I said my goodbyes to some of my good friends like that I'd grown up with. Are you in contact with them still? Yeah, I am actually. Oh, that's good. Contact with a few. Tell them, tell, tell them, my mate Sam's going. I'll go and be with him. Yeah, no dramas. It'd be mad if you came to England. I reckon come. No, I'm planning to go to Europe soon. I'll actually, we'll, we'll go. I'll actually, I would fool. If it's any good, I'll come with you. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, the deal. that's the deal. Yeah, go on, bro. So, basically, yeah, like, when I moved to Australia, it was a long, like, I think it took us, like, a day and a half to get here like because we had to a day and a half because um we had to do intermission stops and then we had yeah. to you know wait hours and hours before we could get on the plane again and this was what uh, 10 years ago 11 years almost ago? 10 years ago yeah so 10 years obviously it wasn't as quick as yeah it, it probably took way longer right like on planes and then like i remember we stopped at singapore like we yeah. stopped in there and Singles I remember just time. like thinking to myself, wow, like the airport, the airports like look so cool. Cause we were traveling like when it was at night. 
yeah, yeah. So we yeah, left yeah. England when it was night, and then we mm-hmm. got to Singapore when it was at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it looked like amazing. I was like, wow. Bro, Singapore might have the best airport in the world. That's what I've heard. Um, and then yeah, like on. I um, we got to Australia. I think it was about six in the morning. Like it was oh. it was early in the morning. Yeah. And I remember we got there, and like immediately, like it, it was different. Like you could tell, like yeah. the way the people talk, the way, like you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember we met family straight away. They, like, greeted us, said yeah, hi. Yeah. What, like, I remember, like, I, I wasn't, like, nervous. I was more excited. Like, I sort of, I was like, oh, like, this is a new life now. Like, I got a new chance for it. And, yeah, like, definitely. I think it was kind of, like, obviously, like, Aussies versus Pommies. Anyone will tell you there's, like, that rivalry. So yeah, yeah, of course. Naturally, like, oh, since I was Pommy, like, oh, so was my sister as well. We always got, like... My girl Catherine. Yeah, my we girl. always got like um, notice of like straight away. Like a lot of people were very friendly. Like, like I thought a lot of people were gonna be like very harsh. Like you know. Yeah. But no, a lot of people were actually quite friendly. Australians are pretty accepting of English people. If it was yeah. an American, maybe you would have been like, "Oh, are you American?" That's yeah. what I always do when I meet American. There was this American dude at work. I really wanted to take the piss out of, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. No. Just like um, I don't know. The first like, like first year was probably like getting used to Australian culture like I had no idea what like uh, Lavington and Tim Tams yeah. were like I had no idea what they were like, yeah of course Australian slang like I, I'd never understood it yeah. until like I started like learning it mm-hmm. and yeah like I don't know it was quite good we live with um, family for a bit we live um, with grandparents like everything etc for like I think almost two years it was yeah very long two years I'll tell yeah. you but like yeah, yeah. pretty much had five of us in one room oh wow so it was like yeah, it was like you know almost migrating to a country yeah well, yeah it seems like, like I, it was quite an enjoyable experience though yeah like first few years because like I learned a lot about culture and like how to mm. you know not almost blend in but sort of um, like I don't know how to say it but kind of get used to living life in yeah. Australia compared to um, living in England mm-hmm. obviously in high school like at Waverley I was quite quiet because like I yeah, was like yeah. oh you were a lot more quiet because w- I'll tell you why a lot of like people that I knew in England like they were such good like we I remember we used to do things like every day yeah 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 like as kids would in UK so I was very like um, not shy but like you know I was very like Oh, like I don't want to make any new friends. Like I had old friends yeah. before. Like yeah, I get what you mean. So I st- I started getting a bit more social. I think as I went into it because I didn't know like a lot of people. Like a few people knew people from like primary school and you know, or if they like moved school in year five, they knew other people. Whereas yeah, people, yeah, like, yeah, I knew absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the best thing. I I knew going to the junior school. Mm-hmm. I played footy with about 15, 20, a lot of kids that went there. So I wasn't completely like oh shit I don't know anybody then one of my one of my good friends back in the day we were friends for a bit I don't speak to him anymore because he's a scumbag I'm not saying names but some of you might know who it is um tried to choke me once that's always fun yeah um, back into it back to you though um well so you're a pretty hard worker hmm. would you say stuff that happened in your, in your childhood and looking back to your younger self like that you know as I said don't have to explain it but like as you said hmm. having to live with five We'll live in one room with your whole family and then Yeah, like definitely um I, I think our family was very motivated to work hard. Yeah. Like you could like all of us were really motivated to, you know, 
yeah. sort of like live a better life. Like almost we wanted stuff. It wasn't like, you know, a lot of people get like, you know, get things and then, you know, they live their life, you know, in like in that sense. We wanted to really like work hard, you know, for what we got. Yeah. So I saw my parents the way they always used to work hard, like in their jobs and everything else. And I thought, oh, like if they can work hard, you know, surely I can. As yeah, well. of course. No, it's cool. And I think once we moved out of home, it was definitely like a stepping stone. Like we went from a, I wouldn't say it was a bad house, but the living conditions that we were in compared to what we have now, definitely a lot to be grateful yeah, for. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And um, with that, um, what, what about like, with like okay, now let's go a bit into the soccer. Yeah, like or the, or the sport. Foot, the football. How do you mentally prepare for like soccer games? Like what's it, what's it like? Um, obviously like in schoolboy football, it, I didn't really mentally prepare. It was more like, because you know, oh, you have fun with your mates, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I feel like as I started getting higher in the years, I started playing higher levels in football. I remember in year five, I was playing in like, what, the worst team? Yeah, yeah. Like, so I didn't really care as much. I was playing outfield just because uh-huh. like, I, you know, didn't have any sort of ability. And then interesting story. One day, like. Our regular goalkeeper, I can't remember who he was, but he... Um, George, let's call him George. Yeah, we'll call him George. George was... Um, George was out, Yeah, mate. George was out. Yeah. And no one else wanted to go in goals. And it was against St. Aloysius. And I remember they, in youth years and even in their seniors, they have quite a strong team. Yeah. So, like, actually, no one didn't want to go in goals. And I was like, oh, like... I'd, I thought, like, oh, I've seen a bit of goalkeeping before. Like, I've done it before, but, like... Mm-hmm. Never in a game. Like, I'd always done it, like, just by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd never actually, like, gone in a game and played. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, I'll give it a try. Like, whatever. Yeah. I remember, like, it was different feeling. Like, I could see the game, like, differently. Yeah. I could, like, you know, almost tell people what to do, what to see, like, what I see. Yeah, yeah. I remember they were quite a good team. Uh team Even though it was lower grades, like, they were quite a good team. They had quite a few shots. I remember I actually made a pretty good save as well but mm-hmm. I think that's where I because st- I kept the clean sheet in that game it was a new law game yeah and I got man of the match and I was like oh like Your first ever game as well yeah first ever Mad. game Mad. and um I sort of said to myself like what happens if I like start training a little bit so yeah. I started like they did like these goalkeeper sessions for all the goalkeepers and I started you know to learn a bit about what's this year, year five yeah year so. five still I started learning a little bit like how to keep, how to handle, like yeah. hand positioning, yeah. footwork and everything. Yeah. And I feel like as I started going on, I started getting not like an amazing, amazing, but I started getting very good. Mm-hmm. It was a slow process. And I remember I even got lucky enough to play one game in um, second 11 against Aloysius as well. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. That was F- a, funny how things work. Eh? Yeah. And then after school, like funny enough, I... um. I was playing like grade cricket with my cousins. Yeah. Because like he, they needed players and then he just invited me down. Yeah. And I remember I played a few games with him, but we were also playing like football. A lot of the boys in school created like their own football team. Like yeah. Like an under-21s team. Yeah, the old boys team. Yeah. yeah. And we had um, two other keepers, Connor and Sheep. Yeah. And naturally I'd say, I wouldn't so much say because it was like better. I was better or worse. It was more like a friendship thing, like... <coughs> naturally oh god yeah naturally they were um first and second pick and i was yeah yeah yeah. and i was in that stage of like oh like what's the point of me playing if i'm just going to be you know third choice yeah yeah yeah. 
So I started really thinking about like just quitting football. Like, oh really? Really? Because I thought like, oh, because like I went to like another all age team just to get like some sort of game time. Yeah, but I was like, play, oh, yeah. like what's the point of me playing? Like, you know, if I'm not gonna get as much game time. Yeah, or, yeah, of course. And that was around the time when um, Bayes was playing in like a, a Premier League comp. So the way they do it, they do a bunch yep. of um, all-age comps, under 21, et cetera, et cetera. And then yeah. they do um, Premier League reserve grade and then first grade. Mm-hmm. So I remember the reserve team against UNSW didn't have a keeper. Yeah. And I was asked to play that game. Yep. Immediately you can tell the difference in games. Like, Is it like a big step up, you'd say? Yeah, it's a lot different playing, you know, just average football. Yeah, They're yeah. quite competitive, quite more fast. Like, any level that you go up in a sport, you can tell it's a lot faster. Do they get paid at that level or is that the level above? I don't think so, no. Yeah, no. that's the level above. Level above. But um, basically, yeah, that was quite a hard game. Like, I remember I played quite well. We won yeah. that game 2-1, but yeah. it was quite a, like interesting thing it sort of like gave me that motivation like oh this is like kind of a level i want to start at like yeah i think i can get to yeah yeah yeah, of course obviously with covid like the whole um season was a bit fucked but yeah yeah, yeah. and then next season we played um i played in the division one team yeah so this is the like the division the the the, uh, They're level above now, so you go on reserve. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm it's so the, confused. It's the, it's the team below the reserves, like the the team that's just below. The okay, team. it's like third. Yeah. Third division. Yeah, so we'll call it third yeah. division. Yeah. Okay. So, I was playing in that in the division one comp, and all, and like, I felt like um I could actually play at that level. Like I felt yeah. like I was playing okay. Yeah. And I remember I was I got my first training session with the first grade side. Like we all trained together, reserve grade and first grade. Yeah. And immediately it was like. You could tell the difference. Yeah. You could tell the difference in level of intensity. Like, all the players want a spot in the starting 11, so yeah. they train the way they play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, like, I needed to adjust to that level so much more, fit, like, get fitter, get more, you know, faster in my game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like outside of football, like, I had a group that I was always training with. These guys had played high level like before. One of them had played um, Australia under 18s. Oh shit! In the schoolboy thing, yeah, so yeah, basically yeah. like the best schoolboy players were selected yeah, yeah, yeah. as an Australian thing. Mm-hmm. And I met him um, at a kick around. Yeah. I remember this was just before. No, sorry, just after the first lockdown had been lifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We organised like a big thing, and he was there, and we played like a bit of games. We did a bit of like some technical drills and everything, and. He was definitely one of the standouts there, I'd say. Yeah. And yeah. he it was like super friendly. He gave me his number. He said, oh, we should do some sessions more often. Yeah, man. And I feel like that's when I really started becoming like I wanted to do well. I wanted you wanted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember like I got my first game at first grade level. And funny enough, uh, I'll show you the video. Yeah. I was like extremely nervous. Like I was like, oh, this is my chance. Like I've been yeah, working yeah. hard to get to that first grade level. Yep. Immediately, they were quite a good team. Mm-hmm. They were a very good side. Yep. Not a lot of teams had beaten them. Like, yep. So it was definitely like, oh, it will be a hard game. Mm-hmm. I remember within the first 20 seconds, they had a shot. Mm-hmm. And like, it was a one-on-one. Like, player was running at me. I was thinking, oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Like, any sort of nerves I had just went. Yeah. And then he fired his shot and it went wide. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm literally millimeters away from like conceding a goal. Like yep. I need to just calm myself down, calm the players down. We eased into it. 
and yeah, like I made a few good saves, I'd say, and I won my um, debut game in first grade and kept a clean shoot. I think it was 3-0. Yep. So from there, I sort of challenged So when's this? Is this... Uh, this, this was just before um, the second lockdown. Okay, so, oh God, I'm trying to get, when do we on lockdown? June? Yeah, around June. Right, well, Durkin, uh, what did you do during lockdown, buddy? Just train, mate. Uh, did you, bro? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so in June, oh, it was June, um, oh, fuck, 27th or something, right? Yeah. Okay, so we go into that and then we go into lockdown. So what, yeah. soccer-wise, were you still trying to like find fields and stuff? And like, what yeah. were you, what were you, <laughs> we, how illegal did you get? So... I didn't go too illegal because yeah. obviously I couldn't travel into other LGAs. So yeah. the main, the main areas where I used to go and train is like the St. George area. Cause we, there was like a lot more groups yeah. there that were willing to train. Yeah, yeah. The fields were nicer, et cetera, et cetera. So obviously like not being able to go there was quite hard. Yeah. We still kept in contact quite a bit. Like we'd always yeah, send yeah, yeah. each other stuff just to make sure we weren't, you know, yeah, yeah. slipping away. That's good. But I actually, the Heffron Synthetic Park here, like it was the only park that I could think of that I could yeah. train. So you have the toughest position, being a goalkeeper, being able to train. You can't just, you can't just kick the ball to yourself. You can't just practice yeah. kicking the goal because you need to practice catching them. Yeah. So what did you always, did you have always have someone like able to come funny down enough, the park? Funny enough, just like as we were getting into like the main, so it was like the two week period where it was starting to get into lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it got really heavy with lockdown. <laughs> yep. What happened was I met someone who plays in the first grade side. Um, mm-hmm. His name's Charlie. And shout out Charlie. Yeah, shout that out is. Charlie. And um, basically, he was with his dad as well. I was with my dad. And we were just doing like a training session because yeah. I was like, oh, two-week lockdown will be over. What's Charlie's last name? Plant. I don't know. I don't know, no. I don't know another Charlie. He's, like, he's a few years older than us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically, he was there with his dad training. I was there with my dad training. And yep. then we just talked to each other. And then we exchanged numbers and we're like, oh, hey, like, you know, we should yeah. do sessions because it's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of and, dads. <laughs> yeah. And then we just started training, like doing all the basics, like yeah. trying to keep ourselves as fit as we could because we knew whenever the season was, it was definitely going to, you know. Straight back into it. Straight back into it. And mm-hmm. then I remember as we started lifting, we got into preseason. So when, so when, oh, when we get out of uh, Will Durkin, can you argue? Uh, He's the doctor today. Can you give us uh, the approximate date when uh, we got our lockdown? Probably around October, I think so. Williams left us in red physically. He's searching. He's searching. Hold up, wait up, guys. Searching. November. Was it November? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. We started in June. Everybody go give uh, Will Durkin. Was it Will underscore Durkin one? Like give him a follow. Give him a follow. Anyway, so yeah. We got straight back so we're into... So no, um, we're in November now. Yeah, so we got into like a pre-season phase and it was kind of like the whole motivation... Because first grade and second grade, or like reserve grade, Yeah. we were both in the top four. I think first grade... No, sorry, reserve grade was like second. How many games did you play before lockdown? I played a few. I played like... I think as a club, we played half the season before so I got... What's that, like 10? How many games did you play? Yeah, about 10, I'd say. 10? Yep. So then... um. We sort of got ourselves a little bit motivated, like, boys, you know, we have unfinished business. We want to try and, like, you know. Facts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we want to win. This. Like, you know. Facts. We don't want to, you know. I saw you come to a game, by the way. Yeah. I'll let you know. But, I don't know. Um, yeah, we basically said we want to win the comp this year. Like, yeah. we want to, you know, do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like. That sort of, like, motivated us even more to train outside. Because yeah. Because we knew that this next season was going to be a lot more harder. And you're still, you're still playing with the Div, Div 1 team? 
I'm playing with the reserve grade and like all age teams just to get game so a bit time. of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then like maybe sometimes I get a bit of first grade action as well if I'm lucky. Yeah. So you go into you go into preseason. Yeah. So we go into preseason, get our fitness back. Yeah. And this was before I went on a holiday. Like I went on like, down to Terrigal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I went there and just before I left, we got like our preseason draw. Yeah. Like all the games we were playing. Yeah. And I noticed one of them was a team that I'd actually like heard a lot about. They're called Who was this? Arncliffe Aurora. Yeah. Basically, they play in the St. George Premier League. The St. George, yep. Yeah. And they took a team that was um, one tier below the A-League. I think they took them to the extra time and almost beat them. Yep. So, like, I knew that they were quite a good side. Yeah. I think they were undefeated both in reserve grade and first grade. So, I thought, mm-hmm. oh... That was definitely a standout game. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I'd, I'd heard about the like derbies because over in the St George area, like in Premier League level, it's a massive thing for them. Are they? Is it pretty big competition? Yeah. Joe? Like I think the Banksia and Arncliffe derby, they can get up to like a thousand people. What? Because it's like for them, like it's a, it's a local area, like they're a community based thing. That's crazy, bro. So like I, I knew like looking at the draws, I remember we got. Teams that were top in St. George League, yep. Northern Suburbs Premier League, the Manly Premier League comp. Yep. Um, and then we had a local one, like Eastern Suburbs one as well. And a, yep. like one or two others. And mm-hmm. then FFA Cup. Mm-hmm. So immediately before I left for the holidays, because I got back around the week before the Arncliffe game. So I What's was, this week? December at this point? I no, this is about February. Oh, so now winter next yeah, year. Okay, winter yeah, yeah. next year. Okay, so we're February. Okay. Oh god. Yep. When I was so, in America. <laughs> would have been. Yeah, yeah, you were in America. Yeah. Well. There we go. So I sort of was like I relaxed a little bit, but I sort of had in the back of my mind like, oh, this is a good chance like to really um really like, you know, go up against top opposition. Because I'd never like this is my first like proper pre-season where i yeah because before i was just with under 21s like you know just messing around it wasn't anything too serious yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when you take that step up into like a first grade competition or a premier league like competition yeah it's definitely very harder like you can tell like the difference so what level okay just to swing my head so we got um oh god a league mm-hmm. national premier league national league, league one league two and then premier league okay so you're the, Fuck, mad. Okay, so you're playing there. Okay, yep, go on. Yeah, and then anyway, um, the way it goes then, so I got back, I prepared quite well in the Arncliffe game. I remember um, one of our coaches, his name's Nino, he used to be, I think he actually still is in like the Australian Army. Oh, what? Go. Yeah, so he was in um, the Australian Army or in the Australian Air Force. No, Navy, I think. In the military. Yeah, sort of the Australian military. Yeah. So he has like a typical military style workout plan. Oh, wow. Fuck that. But I feel like, so you know how we did it at Queen's Park. You know how they have that hill? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a lot of like hill sprints, a lot of push-ups, sit-ups, core work. I feel like that was good though. because Because I feel like football like is a sport where... You can be absolutely dead in the 75th minute. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like of course. Hand, hands on knees, you don't feel like playing at all. Yeah. That's the time when you really need to, you know, push through and you push yeah, the players yeah, yeah. through. I remember um, uh, quite a few of us by like the th- third quarter mark were absolutely dead. Like, we felt like yeah, we yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. But then we pushed ourselves. Like we said, boys, come on, like, you know, we're in for a tough season, you know, because this comp isn't 
like in my opinion eastern suburbs comps one of the hard ones mm-hmm. so like we pushed ourselves we said oh you know we got to keep pushing we got to keep you know and then yeah like we pushed ourselves we had a good team spirit yeah we were back each other we were there for each other yeah yeah, yeah of course. we felt confident you know because yeah, man. we thought like oh we can play any team now mm-hmm. first game back on their home field Obviously, it's quite like, you know, ner- not nerve-wracking, but you feel excited, like it's your first game. Yeah, of course. And they were probably one of the hardest teams that we played, if not the hardest team we've played all year. Yeah. Um, I how, think how'd that, that go? Um, for, so, for reserve grade, I was only meant to be playing reserve grade. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll watch the first grade after. Quite a tough game. Yeah. I don't think I played my greatest in the reserve team. Obviously, first game back, like, you know... I made like one or two good saves, but yeah, like yeah. ultimately we won that game 3-2. Quite a tough game. Take the win. Yeah. Take and the win. then, so first grade comes and like, I'm about to just like, oh, I can, like, we've won. I can watch the reserve grade side. Yep. I mean, the first, first grade, grade side. Yes, yeah. the first grade side. Yep. And then my manager came up to me and said, oh, the goalkeeper, like, he's not playing. Like, we want you to play. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I immediately, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, full game as yeah, well. Like, two full games. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like, at first, I was just like, oh, righto. Thank like, God, you're not like a defender or something. Yeah. The running would have been doing. But, like, inside, I was like, fuck, like, this is a team that I've actually wanted to play. Like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, this is, like, where I, it will really test me now. Yeah, yeah. Because the first grade side I played on my debut, like, they were okay. But yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to this team, like, that you know they'd been a lot of like MPL teams. Yeah, they were quite tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quite physical fight. You know they like to shoot. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is a really good test for my maturity. Like yeah. to men's football. Immediately straight away they had a shot. Yeah, and I it just came straight to me. I held it. Got it. Played it out. Like, good. let's go. I feel like when you start playing in a high le- like a high level. Yeah. You really start to notice the difference. Like it feels like you know, same game, but you you can tell like the speed of the game. Like I had to be quick. If I got the ball to my feet, I had to play it out. Yeah. If I saw an opportunity to throw it, you have to play it quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like not so much the technical side. You just have to be a lot faster. The a speed lot, is yeah. just goes up. Yeah. I remember that was quite a tough game. Mm-hmm. By half time, we were like, oh, they're a tough team. Like they've definitely proven why they're undefeated last year. Yeah. But we always like said to ourselves, like, boys, like, we can win this game. Like, I don't know what it was. We just all thought we could just win that it. game. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And then um, our second half comes, basically, we're thinking, oh, you know, they're quite strong. They're quite dominating. Yeah. But then we sort of knew that we would be the fitter team in the last 15 minutes. We knew that we could really press them. Yeah. And I think another thing that I actually haven't said this as well, their manager, Michael Redder, I actually did. I actually looked him up because I thought the name sounded familiar. He actually played um, in the Lebanese national team. Oh what, man! So, to, my boy Mike. Yeah. Shout out. Like obviously, you know, it's quite. You don't want to say oh anything like oh wow you've played in this national side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite like a good feeling to know that you know you're at that level where you've got coaches that have played at that high, high level. level yeah. yeah. And obviously, like last, I think last ten minutes. So it was the 80th minute. Yeah. We launched a counter attack, and we had a shot. And I remember it was a good shot, but it broke through their defense, and then we scored. Oh yeah, let's go. I remember looking over at the bench, and we were all like, "So is that, was that the only goal?" At yeah. That point? 
that was it was one nil to us and yeah. i remember looking over at the bench and like just everyone like going crazy and i yeah. thought like wow that's how much it means to these guys like you know to get that goal yeah. like to get you know to want it yeah 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 they want it and i remember like we won that game yeah you know second game at that level second clean sheet and i was like wow like you know that's mad and i remember just us boys talking to each other and we said boys if that's like the level that we are at mm-hmm. we want to you know push on and i remember pre-season like fast forward i'd only played i think one or two more games at that level yeah yeah, at yeah. first grade level yeah, i yeah, played yeah. the rest in reserve grade yeah i remember that i got two other clean sheets as well in first grade hmm. why didn't they keep you on then it's not so much like oh, oh if I, I keep a clean sheet you know blah 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 it's more that it's a slow process yeah they don't want to rush you straight into first grade they want you to sort of get experience at lower levels and then like you know push on Rough. into if, if you prove you're good enough hey play it have you um what about like the next what's so what did you say the next league two did you say the next level up it's like the low MPL like levels have you been contacted or I went to one trial obviously like I didn't make it but yeah I feel like it's just if you have a good season or if you get noticed because I feel yeah. like a lot of players at that Premier League level they get noticed yeah. quite easy. Like if they have one good season or so you whatever. That, yeah. yeah. Obviously, like I'm still young. I've got a lot more years left. Like, well, but if you're fucking getting clean sheets already in the higher level, why don't they mm. keep you in there? So you're like the backup goalie in the yeah. top, in the first team? Yeah. We have three keepers in our overall like yeah. squad. And the th- for the two teams. Yeah. Ob- yeah. Those two keepers are very good. Like, I definitely say I've got a lot to learn from them if yeah. I want to play at that level. Who's conceded more goals? Well, not I you. Have, not you. Not me, but I haven't played. Put as them in. Put them in, coach. But I haven't played as many games as they have, though. That's right. Um, so wait. So next, without this, this, this will come out. No, you, you'll play your game mm-hmm. before this comes out. This will probably come out to Monday. No, that's all right. And. What is what, what's what's the mentality going into this game? What what are you gonna do? And then let's see if you actually do it. Well, <laughs> I think for um. So are you playing as well? I've got no idea. I'll have to look at this. <laughs> but um, even like if I'm not playing or like I am playing, it's more just we have a good support unit. Yeah. Because we currently like all the reserve sides in the top two. So you're playing reserves or first? Yeah. No reserves. Reserves reserve this week. Yeah. And then um, basically. If we win this game, we go more higher up. But we have two games in hand. We have a catch-up game on Monday as well. Oh, what? So, yeah, because of the whole rains. Uh, what time? Got, what time's that? I think 7. Fuck. Yeah, but either way, like... Well, basketball's 7.30. It doesn't matter who's in the squad. Like, we want to, you know, we want to win as many games yeah, as we can. Yeah, of course, of course. And, like... That's the aim of the game at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, the aim of the game is to win as many. Exactly. But, no, like... I like the club because it's got a good support network. We've got a good club depth. Yeah. And we always like want each other. We push each other to do well. Is the dream, it's obvious, is the dream, do you still want to, it, it, it's never too late. You're still quite, hmm. quite young. Is the dream still to go play professional? Do you still want to do it? I'm not. Is it, att- wait, is it attainable? You reckon? It's like, uh, it just depends like who watches when you play. Yeah. Like for example, I could just play at like, my local league like you know whatever and then someone notices me yeah. blah 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 i've had a few times where i've gone to like train with my friends and like a lot of scouts have come watch like not just us but everyone at the park yeah they want to you know because that's their like starting place to yeah, find yeah, yeah, yeah of course obviously like 
it's not so much a hellbent dream where I'll just give up everything yet. Yeah. Because I've got a lot of other stuff going. But like... And you still have plenty of time to play soccer, yeah. so... I feel like soccer for me now is just more like a fun thing. And yeah. plus, like, I can get work from it through coaching. So, like... Yeah, true. It's a good way to sort of have fun and make money in a side way. Yeah. The With time. a marketing thing, would you work in sports marketing and then go work... You could work for a soccer club, do sports yeah, marketing. Definitely. Do market, market for some soccer club. You never know, eh? Do you... What is your favourite sporting moment? Your favourite... Okay, give me your favourite soccer moment and then um, your other sport, which you don't play anymore. Give yeah. me, like, a cricket moment that happened in high school. Probably soccer moment, um, as I said, making first grade level. Because I actually thought, like, I would have never done it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first started playing at Waverley Old Boys, I was like, oh... Weren't expecting it, or...? I just... I didn't think that, like, it was even possible. Because yeah. I thought, oh, the amount of, like like you know hours it would have taken to yeah, yeah. learn how to get good and but no even like when i was playing like it was kind of like adjusting to that level yeah but like i did like it it was quite fun it sort of challenged me to really push myself into mm. like trying to make it consecutively into that side yeah yeah that's what you want um and bloody cricket why do you why why do you like cricket so much and then tell me your favorite so, sporting moment i'll in cricket. tell you a story about this but so why cricket, cricket actually wasn't my first summer sport when i what'd you do when i first went to waverly we had to do like all these trials and naturally my first one was basketball because like my boy <laughs> that was the sport that i used to play did, like did in, you make basketball in u5 no i'll tell you the story I, I so didn't, i didn't either in england right um I always used to play like we had like this little basketball court with my friends yeah, and we yeah. always used to like play there so I was like naturally I was like oh like I want to play basketball yeah and sure enough I didn't get selected same as me and then I went to tennis yep because my mum played tennis and I was like oh like maybe I can make there sure enough I didn't make it there as well didn't make it to tennis no? Dirks mate seriously should have should have picked him up Dirks is first first five tennis player yeah, over here no, he was a gun tennis player as well first four sorry Go on. And then um, I found cricket and I was like, oh, like I sort of knew a bit about it because I'd watched it a lot in England. Like it was quite a popular sport there. Yeah, bro. It's massive. It's like the what? So I think it's the second most popular sport behind. Yeah, football. Union would be up. Well, the Union League comps are fucking Yeah. Good but then well. I just started like playing and, you know, like yeah. just started like batting. And, Practicing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, I made it in like. Yeah. And immediately, like, sure enough, I was in, like, the lower sides, like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then I started working my way up as I started really getting did, into Did you years. care that much about cricket or just here for the fun? I, at the time in Year 7, I cared about cricket more than football. Oh, shit. Just because, yeah. like, I wasn't too bought up with football because my, yeah. da my dad was more a cricket. Like, he didn't know football. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He knew yeah. cricket. Yeah. I remember he always used to take me to the nets and we'd practice and, like, I started getting good at it. Yeah. And then I remember the um, 10A trials were on and yep. I made that side. Yep. And then I remember we were at a training session and then, you know, Mr. McCallum, he came up to me with a yeah, note. Yeah, my boy. And he gave me a note and it was like a um, thing about a New Zealand trip that they were playing. Yeah, the tour. It was how, about two and a half, three weeks. How was it that, like, how was it? Just break it down. I'll break that down. So Break it down. I actually was at a stage where I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to go because oh, like, really? I was still in that stage of like, oh, like, do Why I go that? like, you know, first time overseas, like without family, like, 
obviously it's a bit like iffy. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I did this. I did the American one. I remember like my mum though. When I showed her the note, she was like all proud of me. She was like, "Oh, well done for being selected." So you got like, selected. Uh, did you guys not have like tryouts for it or anything? Nah, they were. Just, I think it was just the oh, so the A teams and the first and seconds team that were given notes. Yeah, we. I, were, I, I think so. Anyway, we had tryout for the basketball to America. We yeah. went to try out everybody. I understand why, because they want to be, they want to represent their school, yeah. their country, like yeah. properly. Yeah. But then I remember my mum; she was like so proud of me. She was like, "Oh, well done!" Like we got a like. She was just planning. I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to go." I remember my mum looked at me and like she. I remember what she exactly said. She goes, "Andreas, you will never get another opportunity like this ever again." Hundred percent. I was like, and then when when my mum said that, I was like, "Oh, like true. Like I won't actually get." Like I started thinking. I was like, "Wow." Never like how many people get asked to go overseas to represent their school, represent their country, representing like, their country exactly yeah. to play cricket, and I was like, to oh, play like, sport anyways. And then I remember I said yeah, and then in the like lead up to it, like I prepared quite well, like just went to the nets often, practiced. I was like, you know, what did you do? Did you bowl about or both? I was all rounder, like I could bowl and bat, like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the day of the tour when I woke up. I actually yeah. I thought I was gonna feel like nervous, like sick, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. but I felt excited. I was like, oh, yeah, like cool. I remember my um, parents were giving me that talk, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're going overseas to represent your family, represent your school, country, like it's a big honor, like you know, and like I remember we got to the yeah. airport, like, like you dressed in your uniform, like it's just it, it's like a good feeling, like you got people looking at you, like oh, like you're going overseas to play, like. I remember when we got through customs and we started like walking around just waiting for the flight. A woman came up to me and was like, oh, like, where are you going? I was like, oh, we're going to um, New Zealand. Like, yeah. I can't do a Z. And Zebra. <laughs> yeah. Like the woman was just like very motivating. She was like, oh, like, you know, if you get this opportunity, make sure you like enjoy it. Like, even if you don't think you have a good time, trust me, you'll have a good time. Like, yeah. 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 Fair. And then I remember, like, any sort of nerves that I had once I stepped on the plane were gone. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I looked out the window and I, like, was like, wow, like, this is actually happening. I'm going overseas to yeah. play. So, how many, um, so you get there and how many did you, so this is what we did. I don't know why the fuck they did this for Barcelona. We landed, we flew to Portland and we flew a really stupid way. Yeah. And it took us, like, I feel like almost 20 hours. Jesus. And then we, did, we went straight and played. Straight to a game. We went. We got on a bus. We got on this. We got on a bus with like a team bus, which took us all around. Straight and played. Well, I didn't play. I, I was in the. those three teams. I was in the top team, mm-hmm. and the first two teams played, and we were warming up. But then we played, and that happened to be my best game, which doesn't make sense. Like I was gonna say, like, did you guys win that or like? No, we didn't win a game. The, the only team to win. I only played like. I only played three games because I yeah. broke my finger. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, we the only one we won one game in total. I reckon because if if we would have played it, we would if I would have played it, we would have won a game. So, so. Yeah, nah, like to, basically the way it worked for us was yeah. we got to Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we went to Auckland. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. so we started at the north and then we moved our way all the way down to the south to Queenstown. Queenstown. Yeah. So we got to Auckland. We uh, checked out through customs. Everything yeah. was fine. We got on the bus. And we went up to a hill and we started taking photos of like all the scenery and it was quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we stayed at a thing called like a YHA. Yeah, Youth Hostel. Yeah, yeah Youth Hostel. So I'm doing it in England. Mm. And um, 
basically like it, we play we were going to play i think it was auckland grammar very good side the next day yeah so it was sort of like just our first team dinner we sort of had that speech like what we want to achieve on this tour like we basically said you know we don't want to go to New Zealand just to come back with 10 losses, you know. Yeah. We really want to push ourselves. We really want to be the first school. Because before, they had only done, I think, two tours. So we were the third tour. Yeah. So the previous best, I think, was like six wins out of 10. So we wanted to really, like, set that new high. Bro, that's way better. <laughs> so nah. we, won one, we won one game and lost 17. <laughs> that was yeah. so bad. Nah, but um, definitely it was quite... Um, tough yeah I remember the first game we played we um, got off the bus we did like a talk like everyone was fired up yeah I remember like we won that game oh, I man. think I played quite well but yeah I remember we got back to the hotel room that night and we basically said to ourselves like boys we, you know we have a chance to be undefeated here like mm-hmm. we've won our first games we want to really push ourselves like I feel like just that feeling when you're representing cricket at that different level yeah, overseas it's, awesome. it's like or any any sport that you play overseas it's like a good feeling yeah because it's like you're doing things out of your comfort zone it pushes you to you know want to do more yeah 100 100 i won't go too in depth for the whole tour but yeah just give yeah. me a wrap up yeah basically we played um we traveled um through auckland all the way down to wellington before we got on a boat to go to the south island Fuck with all the cricket equipment as well. Yeah. Oh my god. And then um, we travelled down south all the way to Queenstown. We played a total of um, ten games, and I believe, yeah. and we, I believe, yeah, it was eight wins out of ten. Oh man. So we set the mark oh, quite so, high. So sick. I had a few good um, individual moments as well. I won't go too in depth with them, but like definitely. Give me one. Give me one moment. Um, dismissing someone that I was told he was in the um. Well, he was in the selection for the under-19s team for New Zealand. Yeah. Um, that was definitely a big highlight. Dismissing? Was that, I, I yeah, don't know shit about dismissing. cricket. Dismissing. I was, was it, like... Was I was it? told at the time he was like a favourite to get into the under-19s. What's dismissing? I don't know shit about cricket at all. Yeah, no. I don't know either. But like, I asked one of them. I was like, oh, he's plays very good. He's like, oh, yeah, he's in the um, selection for... Yeah. Dirks, Google, what does dismissing mean in cricket? Dismissing, getting out. Yeah, getting Oh, out. so I don't know what shit means. I didn't know that. <laughs> Thanks for Durkin, mate. Yeah. You're a legend. <laughs> Fuck. Um, nah. Um, oh, here we go. This is now. This is completely off topic. I just yeah. Now nah, go ahead. Two questions, and we'll move on to the ten. First one. Why is Arsenal your team? Why is Arsenal my team? The fucking dogs. Fuck Arsenal. What do you mean, fuck Arsenal? Nah, they're right. But how is it going for a team that's always mediocre? It's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, what they? they haven't won since 2000. Are they won? They haven't won the. Um, they like two, early 2000s or something. Yeah, put it this way, like, like in England, naturally, what every kid's brought up on is watching football. Like you, like I remember, even in schools, like they would have it on at the library and just. Was that your childhood? Would you, did you go from Arsenal when yeah. you were a kid? Oh, okay. Like once I started understanding what the EPL was, because there's like a bunch of leagues over there. But yeah, the sure. team that I really liked watching was Arsenal. I just liked the way that they played. Yeah. I liked the way that they played their football. Like, I liked just watching them play. And ever since then, um, I actually was fortunate enough as well to meet um Robin Van. P- He's a striker at um. Van, what's his last name? Van Persie. Yeah, 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 I know him. Yeah, he's a I gun. was fortunate enough actually to meet him and then like... Wait, how'd you meet him? 
I, I think I just saw him walking. Like he was literally walking like through the streets. Wait, is this in, back home? Yeah, back, back in, in England. Back in England. Home's here. Um, yeah, that's mad. And yeah, just loyalty to the club. That's cool. Another question, yeah. completely off topic. Um, what's something looking back at all your like your childhood stuff and like what's something like you would say to yourself now? What's something I would say to after myself? you know think about everything? You can walk through. That's just right. just walk through. It's fine. Nah, um... Will Durkin's interrupting again. Fucking DM if I the was, dog. Alright, wait, let me get the question changed. So, if I was to go back to my younger self... What would you like, say to yourself? What would I say to myself? Well, yeah. definitely, like, you know, respect people that, like, want to help you. I feel like in school, like, obviously moving from country, I was quite... Not misbehaved, but I was just very quiet. Like, I was very, like, yeah. you know... I sort of think if I would tell my younger self anything, you know, definitely work hard for what you want. You know, don't expect, um, don't expect, you know, just for it to be given. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like as also as well, like do to others what you would want done to you. You know, so right. much in that sense to like... Both, mate, 100%. Respect people and, you know, sort of, um, I don't know, just like believe in yourself in that sense. Yeah, okay. That's good. Now let's move on to the 10. So these are 10 general questions I ask everybody. And okay. they don't have to be the shortest answers. They don't have to be the longest answers. You just answer it the most positively. Um, the best way you want to. And then we have this thing called this week's W's and L's. So this is a win or a loss you've taken up to this point this week. Then have the question of podcast, which is a thing, a question that I ask. Yeah, um, yeah. Every, a, a question I make up that uh, usually has nothing to do with what we've talked about, but it sort of does. And then I have a guess, a guess. So that's last week's episode, Pat Clifton ask a question and then you think of a question to ask for the next person. Okay. So, first question of the 10. Tell us about, you know, your th- give us your quick thoughts on social media and then, um, something, like, tell me about your most recent social media post. Oh, I was in it actually. Yeah, you were actually. So, there we go. It's um, about the 21st birthday. It's came up. To be honest, like, I don't see social media the same way that I saw it in school. I believe, like, naturally as everyone thinks in school, like, oh, you want to be the most popular, you want to be like, the person with the most followers, yeah, most liked, you know, you want to be seen like you're doing stuff. Yeah. I feel like as you grow older, you realize that social media is toxic as fuck. Mm. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people I know now, yep. they overuse social media and that's it. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong to, you know, to post every once in a while or post a story about what you like doing. Yeah, of course. But when you like overdo it to almost like, Try to prove to people that you do stuff. Yeah, oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I feel like social media, like, if I was to have one recommendation, like, I post Tell as me. as less as I can. Yeah, you don't post too often. Yeah, because, like, I feel like you want to be secretive in that sense. You want to yeah. wanna have people questioning about, like, what you're doing in your life. Like, that's why I don't have my snap maps on. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's my... Answer. And, um, okay, talk, talk about your amazing... Well, he's racing picture was um at my 21st birthday so yeah like um tell us about how did you find the 21st birthday Mr. i Fridays. found it fun i met a lot of um <laughs> shout out let's <laughs> yeah, fucking no. go <laughs> i met a lot of lovely people as well daddy like, dirks come here for a sec yeah come here nah i could go too on and on and on 21st birthday break it out shout out fridge at the 21st what i mean anything you want to say about the 21st nah it was just good it's good to see fridge good to see all the guys there yeah fridge was killing it but yeah Love you, mate. You go for uh, he's leaving us now. Unlock it. Oh, yeah, sorry, just 
You good, mate? Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, uh, good, bro. Um, yeah, so you, that was the most recent social media post with some friends. It was, um, it was a nice couple of photos you had put up. Actually. Yeah, no, it was good. I like, um, I think it was what? You, me, Denver, and some other guy? Oh, God, was it? Luke, uh, Luke, 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 Luke. Luke, yeah. Yeah, he went to uni with us. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But no, it was good. Like, I enjoyed it. Good yeah. vibes, good party, everything. That's just what I do. That's what I do. Um, and then the next question is, who's your biggest inspiration? Who's my biggest inspiration? inspiration. Who was, what the um, was Sorry, guys. Will's I've, being an idiot. I've got quite a few, actually. That's a good question. Name? Oh, it's Jero. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, Jero is also here. Another former guest. Oh, uh, no. Nah, um, Go on. I would definitely have to say, like, I don't have one person I mainly look up to. Like, I probably just... All my all the people that are like older than me just give me advice and yeah because I feel like a lot of um, advice that I've been given are from people that like went through like harder times and like they know what it's like if you ever feel like oh like if you're going through something they know how to do it yeah, yeah of course so I feel like anyone that's older you older than like yourself or whatever yeah, yeah. you should always take on board the advice they say yeah yeah no you're right hundred percent that's a good good point. Um, do you have any so that this question is what's your worst drunk experience but let's change this up and say do you have any funny drinking stories or yeah I do actually yeah. um, just tell me one I have one where this is probably one of the only times I've been properly flat out drunk let's go <laughs> so this was um, Mendez's um, party like it wasn't really a party I'd say it was more like a prees but like oh, yeah, I didn't really, go out yeah, but like I had stuff on the next day so I didn't go out yeah right? I remember I thought, oh, if I'm not going out, like, blah, 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 I might as well, like, get a hit, bit drunk. Hit the drinks. And this was just after HSC had finished. So I was, like, naturally, like, party yep. animal, whatever. My boy. Going out as often as I could, but... My boy. I don't know how much I... I believe it was about three beers and about 15 shots of <laughs> Oh, my God. whatever. I, I can't remember what drink we took. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember getting back home and my dad was like what the hell have you oh been doing my God. i was like i'm not drunk i'm nah. fine mate dad yeah, leave I'm me fine. alone dad and i remember i went back into bed and then i woke up and i was as hungover as you can oh get. really i was like nah i can't i'm never drinking again yeah fair enough <laughs> yeah um, but that's probably the funniest yeah. um next one is the first celebrity crush so who's your first celebrity crush first celebrity crush i can be like the physio the guy knows Oof. Megan Fox. Oh, my boy. <laughs> That's what I say every, every yeah. time as well. Do you have a current celebrity crush? Nah. Oh. You must have one, surely. I, I do, but it's disclosed. Disclosed? Do I know this person personally? Probably. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough then. Um, favorite, see this? Your favorite activity to do that's not soccer. Because it's your favorite activity to do. Soccer is obviously your favorite activity. Favorite activity to do. That's not soccer. Can be anything. Literally, can be walking. If you yeah, want. probably um, bowling. Oh yeah, you do love bowling. I love bowling a lot. This is the greatest bowler in Sydney. <laughs> I love ten pin like because um, when I was younger, my dad always used to take me to um ten pin bowling down yeah. at the mascot. Oh, good old man. And, like I always go with Classic. friends at times after school sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah. I just like doing bowling outside of it as well. Bowling's fun. It's like it's, I like it. It's I never fun. bowl anymore. It's so like I don't. It's not a kids' game, but it's like I always did as a kid, and I just since I've been an adult, I haven't done it. We, mm-hmm. we did. We we did. We do need to plan a bowling night. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. And then the bar downstairs. Oh, maybe next weekend. Yeah. Fuck. They, 
you guys don't need to know. Um, Next what's your best place you ever traveled to? What's my what? Your favorite place, best place you ever traveled to? My favorite place I've ever traveled to. Um, Me anywhere. Yeah, agree. I have. I don't want to be biased. No, you can say it. That's fine. I, all right, I'll say like my two favorites. Yeah, Greece. Yep, and New Zealand. Mad. Um, and what are some goals you have for the next year or two? Um, try and finish my degree. Uh, How long do you have left? I think I have about a year and a bit left. Yeah. So, yeah, try and finish my degree. Um, really just, uh, like, enjoy my life. Like, not so much, like, party, enjoy my life, but, like, really look to, you know, just have a bit of fun, meet a lot of new people. Yeah, that's what you want at the end of the day. Mm. And then where do you see yourself in five years from now? I hate that question, but yeah. it's, it's good. The answer is really. Good. Like, where would I want to see myself in five years? Yeah. I'd want to see myself with a decent job. Not so much a, you know, like hundred plus thousand dollar job but like something that i can say i like oh like i can pursue this as like yeah. a long-term job yeah yeah mad um and is there anything you're working at the moment that we haven't talked about is there anything i'm working on probably um probably saving up to travel my boy because like i've been to like europe i've been to like middle east i've been mediterranean i haven't been to asia and that's always a country like Especially working in um, the dark store, a lot of people are like visa students, like or Asian, yeah, 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 yeah. like Nepalese, Indian, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pakistani, blah. yeah. And like the thing that really stuck out to me, like everything you hear in school about like certain cultures and you know racist stereotypes, they're nothing mm-hmm. but stereotypes. Like, yeah, I remember. Of course. Like you meet a lot of people from these cultures, and you think, wow, like they're like the nicest people, like sweetest people. Like, yeah, they're lovely. You know, you've got a lot to learn, like, about cultures as well. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Um, and the last one of the 10, what is something you wish was legal in Australia? Oh, I don't want to be controversial, but marijuana. <laughs> Mine's for such a... See, I want to, I'm going to have be the biggest marijuana legal seller in Australia. I'm going to crack my business, trust me. Because, I mean, it's been in the works for years. Trust me. I don't want to say it like oh marijuana marijuana. You wouldn't even smoke it. I feel like it. As I've well. smoked it once, like yeah. at a high, not a high school, at a pre, uh, post school party. But yeah, like, I've done it a couple of times. I did. It once. I've done it once before. <laughs> Anyways, it just sh- it should be. It should be. It will be. Like I reckon within the next for five me- years. For medical reasons, I understand. Yeah, within the next five years, it'll be legal. I reckon. Um, okay, and then next one this week's W's and L's. So what's a win you've had this week and an L you've had this week? This is what I'm also a part of this as well. Okay, so what's the thing of this? W for me is I got a new job. Let's go. L, I have... um, Some of you won't even know this because I haven't said this because I don't want to. I've been injured again and I've torn a bunch of ligaments in my wrist. So I'm probably out from basketball for another month to six weeks. So there we go. This guy. Typical. All right, well, if I had to say a W, probably finishing uni for the semester. Yep. That's a massive W. Right, huge, mate. Like being able to just chill do nothing and then um l trying to think probably uh it's not so much an l but having to work a lot (laughs) it's not so much an l but like i can't really think of anything else yeah fair enough um question of the podcast um people in the description please it please comment your answers you never do but maybe today could be different yeah maybe um what is one thing you miss about your childhood What's one thing I miss about my childhood? 
the fact that it was like easier you could just like you know there was no pressure of financial freedoms there yeah. was no like stress about life activities day-to-day things like yeah, yeah. you could be just given like toys and you could just you know relax chill that's definitely one thing i miss one thing one other thing i miss in the uk as well probably um probably the snow like yeah. being able to like as a kid and as an adult obviously it's the same like if you see snow you want to make like snowmen or whatever. yeah of course but i feel like as a kid like the enjoyment the rush you get like you won't get that same rush no you're right you're 100% right and the final segment of the show oh this this was asked by Pat Clifton yeah if you could have a superpower what would it be and then you gotta think of a question to ask for the next guest if I could have a superpower what would it be definitely the ability to read someone's mind Mm. cause interesting you have a lot of things where like you want to know what people actually think about you. Like, yeah. Because a lot of people say, oh, like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, you know, I think mm. you know who I'm talking about when I say this. Of course, of course, well, of course. A few people, actually. Yeah, there's but always a few people in your life who you really want to know. But, yep, yeah. definitely. And then your question for the next guest. The next guest is going to be, he is a former professional athlete. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. You don't have to make it particular. It's going to just be general. Yeah, I'll say this to him. What's something that you're truly grateful, right, and really changed you? Like truly what? grateful and truly changed you. That's a yeah. good question. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, quickly tell... That's pretty much... That's all I have for questions. Do you want to tell the world where to find you? Maybe shout out Instagram. Tell them about where your next soccer game is. Um, <laughs> nah. Just look down the camera. Tell them a couple things about yourself. Mm. Nah, I'm going to keep the... I think a few people will tell. Like, I think a few people already know my socials, but that'll be leaked probably through the grapevine. But... It'll be linked. The Instagram will be linked. Um, his Instagram will be linked down below, like it, they always are. Um, if you want to hit me up, if you listen to audio, um, please follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, for the uh, people on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. I really, it'd be cool to make some money eventually on some of these podcasts. I'm not saying I do it for that reason, but it would be cool. Um, also, um, there's probably not any of you doing this. If any, look at my RSS. Um, please share my account around. We want to. Really want to be popular and start getting these, you know, um, obviously getting great guests, but keep building on these guests and building on these podcasts and making them better quality so I can, the more money I get to it and the more money I can, you know, make and make it better production-wise. Um, I'm Sam Fraser of the Reupload Podcast and this is episode 22 with Andreas. We out. We out.